Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today, we're talking about a new concept called spiritual quarantine. So what do you do with a person or a group or an organization that, for whatever reason, uh, they are not sharing love with the world? Okay, so an easy example would be what would you do with a group of terrorists or a a shooter or a a group of child abusers, right? And they are clearly at the spiritual level, not sharing love with the world. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about some spiritual principles that you need to understand in order to, to really know the significance of this practice that I'm going to share with you. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, honestly, are you ready to do this? I'm going to ask you some questions. And if you can't say yes to all four of the questions, then I'm going to ask you to stop the podcast because this podcast episode isn't for you yet. Okay. I'm really seeking and searching out for people who are willing to take two minutes out of their day to make the world a better place by using this practice. So I'm going to share with you something I've been using for a while. Uh, I found, uh, significant differences with my own family. And also I've been trying it with different, uh, groups of people throughout the world who are really hurting. I think it's going to be of added benefit, not just for you, but for the world. So you might want to get your pen and pencil out, um, you know, write down a few notes. It's not required, but you might want to. And then again, if you cannot answer yes to those four questions, it's okay. Once we get there, if you can't answer yes, just stop listening. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. All right. So what I'm going to talk about with you today is a little bit deep. And I already know that this is not for everybody who listens to this. Okay. So we're talking about the idea of spiritual quarantine. What in the world is that, right? We've all got kind of quarantine on our brain, uh, depending on where you live in the world will depend on what you think about that, uh, and what your current experience is. Um, but what I'm talking about today, there are four spiritual principles that you need to understand before I tell you what spiritual quarantine is. So the first spiritual principle is that we're all connected. Okay. And not in this lovey dovey. Oh, let's everybody be friends connected. Although, you know, that's not going to hurt. Right. But we are all connected energetic wise. We all come from the same family. We are created beings. Uh, we're spiritual beings. So we all come from the same spirit, if you will. Okay. We're all connected. And, uh, there's a a principle that I like to keep in mind that everybody at any point in time is either showing love or, uh, kind of calling out for love. So, uh, right now, as I'm recording this, I am showing you love, right? Uh, A few days ago, I kind of snapped at one of my kids and honestly, it was just, it was a silly thing. But in that moment, I forgot who I was and I was calling out for love for somebody to remind me who I was. Now, you know, their kids are not really able to do that. They're not at that level of awareness. They're not at that, that consciousness level. Uh, But if one of my friends, uh, maybe one of you loyal listeners were there in the moment, you might've said, huh, Michelle, I think it might be for ready uh, time for a timeout right? Okay. So we're all either sharing love or we're calling out for love. Now, some people, the grand majority of the time they are calling out for love. Okay. 
They're hurting, they're in pain, they don't know who they are, and so drama follows them, okay? Also, you need to understand, uh, the third principle is you can only export what you have inside you. So that means, uh, you know, if, if somebody does not remember who they are and they haven't had an experience of love in their life, uh, they're not going to be able to give that love. If somebody has gone through a lot in their life, they've really overcome a lot of obstacles and barriers and hurdles in their life, and they've done some really deep inner spiritual work, and they have learned to have, um, I guess you could say self-control, but really they have learned to manage their energy very well. If somebody has gone through that and they have that inside them, they're not going to get as upset about drama as maybe you would. Okay. So because they have something different inside. So you can only export or bring out what you know. And then the last spiritual principle you need to know is that, uh, we, as we begin to work on ourselves, begin to become that person in the example I just shared with you, increase our awareness, increase our consciousness, increase our energy vibration level on a consistent basis. What happens is we actually begin to change things for people around us. Okay. They are attracted to us because there's something about us that they're like, Hmm, I, I, I want to be around that person. You, the, this podcast found you somehow. Okay. I know we like to say, Oh, I found this podcast or my friend, you know, found this podcast and shared it with me. And in reality, no, no, the podcast found you because you were ready for it. Okay. So those are the, the four spiritual principles you need to understand. Okay. So now spiritual ignorance. So that means not understanding, you know, basic things like those four principles and spiritual immaturity. So for whatever reason, uh, somebody might just be in a place that, you know, they, they think maybe that they are their body or they think that they're their mind, but in reality you are a spirit. So spiritual ignorance and immaturity can put people in positions where maybe they're not so nice. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm going to give you a couple examples. So the first example is the most extreme example. Think of a a terrorist, right? Now, if you had to pick, do you think a terrorist is showing love or calling out for love? Now there is uh, an argument to be had for the terrorist had certain inputs that got them there because you don't just wake up one day and say, Hey, I think I want to blow something up. Um, there's a, a progression to that, right? And there could be a progression of maybe this group, uh, makes me feel good. And that's what I think love is. And so I'm going to follow them in a weird twisted, you know, again, they don't understand, uh, the spiritual significance of this and in their ignorance and immaturity, they have, you know, these terrorist acts. Now, another example would be, let's say a murderer or, um, a a child abuser, right? Another extreme example. Again, input equals output. So if you really do the, the examination, you can understand where they, how they got there, but is that showing love or calling out for love? Yeah. Calling out for love. We've got a whole prison system of people who have just been calling out for love. Okay. And quite frankly, they've been calling out for love for a really long time and nobody's listened. And that's why they find themselves in that position. 
Now, those are some very extreme examples, but what about, uh, you know, your, your random sister-in-law who always causes drama, right? Maybe, maybe they also have a lower level of awareness and they're, they're calling out for love by, by, you know, creating stories or something in their life. Okay. Now the result of this is, is separation and perpetuation or repetition of disharmony. Okay. So everywhere they go, um, because they feel separated from people spiritually, they constantly say things and do things that kind of widen that separation and, um, perpetuates this feeling of disharmony. So they're calling out for love. Nobody's listening. They're not getting what they need. And there's more evidence about, you know, why I should say and do things that are maybe even, even more drastic than what I just did. And they infect other people, right? It's like a virus, just like COVID-19. It infects other people. Okay. But this, this virus can't be controlled by wearing a mask and, and social distancing and washing your hands. This one actually can infect people just by being in the same vicinity. Okay. Um, so again, you know, it comes from your awareness level and, are you able to export something if you don't have it and, and a call for love and we're all connected and we cannot escape from one another. Okay. So I, I think about road trips that I've been on when my kids were really, really little and you're in the vehicle and you're like, Oh my gosh, I cannot escape from these people. Right. That's what earth is. It's just a bigger vehicle. We can't escape from each other. So what do we do? Well, Great question. So that is the essence of this podcast episode. So I need to know first before I move on, are you brave? Are you willing to try something new that might seem weird at first, but really can make a difference? Are you a curious and open person? Are you ready to step into a role of being a servant leader? So if you can say yes to all of those questions, then the rest of this episode is for you. If for whatever reason you're like, you know what? I'm brave, Michelle, but maybe not today. I'm dealing with stuff. Just pause this. Stop it. Don't go on. If you're not open, curious, and willing to try something new and step into that servant leader role and do something for the world, uh, just because you can, not because it's going to give you anything. If you're not willing to do that, it's okay. Just stop this podcast episode. Stop listening. Okay. All right, so I'm going to assume that if you're still listening to this podcast, that you can answer yes to all of those questions. All right, so here's the thing. First of all, let's talk about what is an ideal, right? An ideal is kind of like a a dream or a, a vision or an image, if you will. But really, it's an unmanifested message from uh, capital R real to lowercase r real. So I'm going to explain that. So it's unmanifested, meaning that an ideal isn't in form. You can't see it yet. There's, there's no proof or evidence of it. It's a message, meaning that it comes from somewhere, right? That's what messages do. They come from somewhere, usually by messenger. Uh, so it, it is coming from somewhere. And the, where it comes from is, it, I look at it as capital R real. So again, in the spiritual way, that is coming from, uh, you know, whatever you consider your higher power. Some people call it God. Uh, some people call it source. Some people call it energy. I don't care what you call it. 
but there is something outside of you that is sending a message to you and the, the ideal circumstance or the ideal situation, people, um, I've been listening, uh, kind of su- to some dating stuff because my, my children are getting a little older, want to stay informed on the dating world. You know, what is your ideal, um, partner like? Um, so anything that's an ideal is an unmanifested message from something outside of you coming to you. Okay. Now what happens is when we take that ideal and we blend it with, um, uh, an, uh, our imagination. So using our imagination and effort. So not just thinking about it, but bringing it out into an action step that creates miracles. Okay. So you're, you know, out for a walk one day, you get an idea and you're like, oh my gosh, if we could only do X, Y, Z. And then you come back and you're like, oh man, if we could do that, what, what would that look like? And so you get this, this vision in your imagination, and then you start writing a list of things to do. When you walk out that list with your effort, all of a sudden miracles come out into the world. I cannot tell you how many times this has happened in my life. Honestly, this is just a natural daily occurrence. And quite frankly, this is kind of how all of these podcast episodes come to me as well. Uh, you know, most often what's happening is I'm, I'm sitting and I'm, I'm thinking about something or I'm, I'm studying and an idea will come to me and I'm like, Oh yeah, well I could use this example and I could use that strategy that I've been working on for a while. And voila, here you have a podcast episode. Okay. The same can be true for anything. My, my, uh, Facebook question of the day was what is the one problem that you would love to see solved in the world and why? So really I'm trying to get people to come up with an ideal. So tap into this source outside of yourself and say, Hmm, what is that problem? And then why? And then the next logical step is what could you do about it? Okay. So the, the research shows us that when you increase your consciousness level and your energy, it affects the whole world. Um, there's actually some mathematical equations out there. I can't remember which book it's in, but pick up any book by Dr. David Hawkins. Maybe I think that the power versus force one actually has some mathematical equations in there. Um, if you want to raise the energy level in any group agency organization or the world for that matter, um, there is a simple mathematical formula to figure out how many people need to be at which energy level in order to make that difference. I find that fascinating. So all of that to say that when you put in time and effort, not just to making sure that you are the best and highest version of yourself, but that you serve the world in a, in, in that way as well, you are making a difference. You know, mother Teresa once said that you, uh, if you want to make a difference in the world, start with your, your start at home right? So most people say, start with your family, start with your community. Uh, I say before you start with your family or your community, you need to start with your spiritual home. And I'm not talking about your church or religious organization. Your spiritual home is your spirit, your heart, your mind. You need to start there first. All right. So now I'm going to share with you this process that I call spiritual quarantine. So this is a way that you can take anybody, um, who, who might be calling out for love and you can kind of put them in a little bubble, if you will. Um, and you're going to use your imagination and there's a, a particular amount of faith that goes along with this because, um, 
you just have to have to trust that this process is going to work. Okay. So it's pretty simple. Uh, it, it's two minutes long. Really, do, you don't need much longer than that. You can do it as many times as you want throughout the day, but two minutes, maybe first time in the in the morning or, or first thing before bed, that's really good. Uh, if you want to do uh, service to the world in more general terms, like, you know, working on a terrorist or something like that, in the morning is really good. If you want to do something that's more related to uh, your personal life or your professional life, like say, you know, you've got a tyrant boss, um, you can do it first thing in the morning to prepare for your day, but I would also recommend doing it right before bed just because, or, uh, in the transition between work to home or something like that, so that you're not sleeping on any animosity or bitterness or unforgiveness. Okay. So two minutes, uh, you can think about an individual or a group you know, so if you're, you could think about one specific terrorist if you want, or you could think about a whole organization. Uh, you could think about one specific murderer or child abuser or all of them. Uh, you could think about, you know, the, the different people in your life. Honestly, I found that when I started this, it was much easier for me to practice with people I did not know. Okay. Um, I know it's, you know, you look at it and you're like, oh, you know, working with a terrorist and sending them love and everything. That's not, you know, I don't want to do that. Uh, I'll work on my husband or, you know, my child. Uh, I just found that there's a lot of emotions that, that get stuck in those special relationships. And so if you can do this process without the emotions getting involved too, it's just a little bit easier to practice at the beginning. Okay. So again, you can, you know, uh, repeat as often as you want, but basically what you do is you close your eyes and you get a picture of the person or the group of people or just the name. Okay. Uh, you're going to focus on that, but what you're really going to do is you're going to focus on creating this egg, if you will, around them. And you want to get to the point where the, the egg is, uh, it's a golden color. Okay. Because that's the vibration we're really looking for. That's a very high vibration. And if you want, you can either make it gold or you can make it a diamond egg. Um, some people like to do the diamond egg because they feel like, uh, diamond is very strong. You can't, you can't cut through it. And so somehow you're putting a boundary around them. And also a diamond, what happens when you shine light through it is that it, it creates more light within. And, this is a way that you're sending love to this person or group of people. You're not doing anything in the physical world. You're doing it all in the spiritual world. And as we are encasing them in this egg, what happens is that their spirit feels it. Okay. Um, I, I don't really know how to explain this to you other than I've been doing this with people in my life and it makes a huge difference, especially with my kids. Uh, I can be in the other room and I can hear my kids fighting or maybe one of the, the kids is fighting with my husband and I will imagine each of them in that golden egg. And I'm kidding, not kidding. By the time one minute, I don't even have to get up to two minutes. By the time one minute is done, they're, they're, they're calmed down and they're ready because their spirit was calling out for love. Okay. So do you see why I asked if you're brave and you're open and you're willing and you're ready to be a servant leader, you can do this for the world. Now, what this does when you put them inside this egg is it puts them in spiritual quarantine. 
Okay. It's in my opinion, one of the highest forms of prayer. It includes the, the feeling of love sending, sending them that it includes the image. And it also includes your, you're sending them this love for their best and highest good, not to change them, not to fix them, but for their best and highest good. Now, What's going to happen is that over time, if you and more people continue to do this, it will change and fix them. But you're entering into sacred space to send love. You can do this with anybody. I was, you know, having an exchange on on Facebook the other day talking about racist and and how we should, you know, uh, interact with racists. And I said, show them love. You know, they're, they're calling out for love, show them love. And by, by fighting them and telling them that they're horrible people, what you're doing is exactly what they're doing to you. And that's not going to create the solutions that we want in the world. Okay. This is why I said, this is not for the faint of heart. Okay. This is a real service to the world. All right. So pick something, you know, again, something non-personal to start with terrorist, murderer, shooter, you know, child abuser, significant other, whatever, put them in their, their egg, their golden egg or diamond egg, um, their spiritual quarantine bubble. So that at least with their spirit they're you're not, um, they're, they're not infecting other people for that, that two minutes, send them love. So that that's an easy way just to feel love and just like try to Imagine that you're, you're sending it from your heart to theirs. And one of the things that's going to happen is it's going to change your perceptions over time. You may even be able to forgive a little bit easier. It's weird because when you work with, uh, I I did this actually a long time ago with Al Qaeda. Okay. So as I was working with Al Qaeda and sending love and forgiveness, uh, to them, I just had a different a different level of ability to forgive people in my normal everyday life. It changed me as a person. Okay. And, and watch your heart change over time. So you're not only doing the world a service with this two minutes of, of meditation time, but you're doing yourself a service. I really believe that we can change the world's problems by using our own mind, heart connection. And this becomes a miracle. Now it might just be an ideal right now, right? Remembering that an ideal is an unmanifested. So it's not quite here yet message from real to real. So it might just be an ideal, but I think if we combine, uh, you know, our our own imagination and feeling and our effort, we're going to get that miraculous reality. So I've been doing this for a while. Are you ready to try this? I hope you are. If you're not, I completely understand. If you get to the end of this and you're like, Michelle, I am just not sure about that. I totally get it. And, and that's okay. Um, or if you're, you're open, willing and like, let's go, let's do this. Um, try it, see what happens, see how you feel, keep notes of how you feel after you do it for a few days. Uh, feel free to reach out to me. I would love to talk to you about, you know, your, your experience. And if you try it and you're like, this isn't working, I don't know if I'm doing it right. Let me know. Um, so just, just be open and willing and curious and brave to step out into the world and do something, uh, that feels a little weird, but is going to help a lot of people. Okay. Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.